This podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Russ Sachs. Russ is the co-founder and EVP of Data Science and Special Projects at Kythera Labs. Russ, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Yeah, and we're delighted to have you. So, Russ, let's start with yourself, please, as we do with all our guests. Could you give us a background of yourself, your journey in technology, from where you got started, some of the roles you've held along the way, and what's led you to where you are today as the co-founder and EVP of Data Science for Kythera Labs? Sure, wonderful. So, I'm going to age myself here and say that I first got introduced to computing as a teenager. Family had an Apple II computer, state of the art at the time, as we had floppy disks for storage as opposed to cassette tapes. So I'm going really far back, right? And this was back in the time when Radio Shack was a leading player in the market. And personal commu- computer community back then was all about how to use computers to make people's everyday lives better, um, better at work, better at home, and proving their value. And the reason for this is because in the beginning, PCs were just big, clunky, expensive boxes. PCs weren't interconnected via the internet like they are today. And folks didn't really see a reason or have a reason for bringing them into their homes. And if you did, modern movies told them that their 15-year-old kid was going to hack in a NORAD and start a thermonuclear war, right? So every month I would run into my mailbox, get my bike magazine, and read all about the people who are making PCs more valuable to society each day. And I bought into that. I too, it was about the value behind computing. I went to college and I went to graduate school and there was a research center that used computing to model the flow of groundwater and the effects of pollution. I worked as a research assistant there where I wrote code to optimize the cleanup of hazardous waste sites and I was hooked. You know, right there I realized I really wanted to pursue work in computer-aided optimization. Early in my career, I worked for a startup that spun off from GE Global Research. It was called Ingenious Software. And what we did was couple computer-aided design programs with optimization algorithms and turn those CAD programs into computer-aided optimization programs. And I got to work with clients on some really fun stuff like optimizing aircraft engines, automotive engines, and the geometry of racing yachts. And really fun stuff, all talented people. And I learned so much fun, so much from them. In my way into the healthcare industry in 2006, when I, along with my wife and kids, moved to Nashville, I got involved with putting predictive and prescriptive analytics to use in areas like disease management, which helps folks with chronic conditions like diabetes and asthma live with their conditions better. And utilization management, which looks for ways to identify fraud, and waste and abuse in the system. And in 2016, I connected with four real brilliant guys and they were kind enough to let me join the band, so to speak. We took a healthcare analytics company called Expression Health Analytics to sale. And then we started a second company together, Kathira Labs, 
which is where I am today. Thank you so much for the background, Russ. I know you and I could spend probably 20 minutes talking about some of the roles you've held previously, but we definitely want to talk all about Kathira Labs. So let's start from the top. Who are Kathira Labs? What are you doing? What's the mission of the business? Yeah, sure. So Kathira Labs is both a data company and a technology company, technology platform company, actually. We go out and we acquire billions of medical records, such as medical claims, pharmaceutical claims, electronic health records from various sources, and we spruce them up for the use in research and analytics. Medical claims aren't in place to give data scientists like me something neat to do. And their purpose is to get medical practitioners paid. So there are many things we have to do with the native data. The data is de-identified to ensure patient privacy. We address missing issues. And we do our best to impute fields in the claims that were omitted by the doctor's office, maybe because they weren't specifically required to be on the claim to get payment. We also address integrity issues. Now, all folks make mistakes, and that includes the people who fill out and submit these claim forms. So we fix issues like that as well. We do this in numerous ways, from rules engines to statistical models to machine learning. We go to Gambit. So after we make all this annotated and remastered data available, we need to have a place you can work with it. And that's where our tech platform comes in. We are a Databricks partner and we've built a big data platform on top of Databricks that includes several libraries and packages that our team has built in order to accommodate working with the type of data we provide our customers, as well as the custom data that our customers may want to bring in and incorporate into our data set. Um, this gives our clients a bit of a leg up to rapidly put together insights. Our clients include life science companies working on drug discovery to medical practitioners putting together evidence-based guidelines. They include hospital systems, which are trying to understand how to improve the efficacy of the care they're providing. And it also includes large healthcare companies that are trying to optimize the locations of the next clinic. Just like Starbucks does research to determine which corner to put a shop, and it seems like it now is every corner, but they do that kind of research. You know, physical therapy companies, dialysis providers, virgin care providers, they want to understand where an area may be underserviced, and we help them do that. And that's if they're alive, that's what we do. So, Russ, obviously you wear multiple hats. You're co-founder, you're the EVP of data science and special projects. I want to understand what excites you about the work that you do and how that plays into the identification of the right people for Kathira, how you go about looking for data scientists who have the right mix of qualities and skills. But take us through what excites you most about the work that you're doing and how that then informs your hiring process. Sure. There's a lot of things that we do with our data. I think the reason we've been successful up to this point is we're not afraid to tackle the problems that are inherent to using healthcare data. And we've been quite innovative in solving those problems. So one area that poses a big challenge for healthcare data providers like us is that of missingness. And missingness really excites me. When most data scientists think of missingness, they think of it from the lens of knowing what they don't know. Oh, I'm missing 6,000 fields in this table. Oh, I'm missing the last three months of 2018. Oh, the office in Kitchen, New York didn't submit their data last week. You know what you don't know and you deal with it with 
healthcare data, it's impossible to obtain 100% of the healthcare transactions in the United States due to several intricacies I'm not going to go into here. But in any case, with healthcare data, missing this has kicked up to a whole new level. So let me give you an example. So you're doing research on evidence-based guidelines around lower back maladies, and you're trying to mine the data for evidence that there are potent alternatives to getting spinal surgery. Spinal surgeries, for the most part, they have a long recovery rate, and they don't always work. So you notice in the data, there are 100 patients that have used a combination of physical therapy, prescription drugs, and maybe acupuncture, and only 10 of them needed spinal surgery. Wow, so that's great news. But did only 10 of them have the surgery, or are you missing the surgery data for 30 of them, or 40 of them, or maybe all of them? And that's the problem in missingness in healthcare data. You don't know what you don't know. And we're at the forefront of using machine learning to answer that question. Um, did the surgery not happen or did it happen and the data's missing? We use machine learning to look at the data. We do have in the context of, look at it as, in the context of a specific procedure most likely happened or not and answer that question. And we do it not just for surgeries, but like infusions and dialysis, specialty drugs and that kind of stuff. Most, if not all our competitors, they go with, well, it is what it is. And that's healthcare data for you. And that attitude severely diminishes the utility of healthcare data. And we put machine learning in place to give our customers the answers that they need to do the work that they do. So this is a big ask for a lot of data scientists to answer these questions. What do I look for in a team that can help me do these things, like such as address missingness? And a lot of the things that we look for in a team, I've also heard on several editions of this podcast, because I'm a very big fan, JP. Folks who come from an unusual background, maybe a non-tech one, perhaps they can inject doubt of the box thinking into the products of process. Sure, that's great. Um, tenacity and persistence. The kind of person who will look at a problem from all angles before throwing in the towel. Someone with confidence in their own talents, but yet humble enough to always want to learn more. All good and fantastic traits. But the one thing that's at the top of my list that I don't hear much about is pragmatism. Maybe that's high on my list because at Kathira, we started from absolutely nothing. And we... Only recently, after four years, took outside money. But yeah, we're living at a time of wonder in regards to machine learning and artificial intelligence. And I could see how younger, more inexperienced data scientists would see a project and want to swing to the fences where statistical models or rule-based engine can provide the same utility. And you know what? You should Google machines. So many problems in the machine learning space have been solved already by smart folks. And you should always take advantage of that. I mean, if you're at a company with only a few weeks of funds in the bank, you don't start with reinventing the wheel, so to speak. And I would set that tone on day one with new hires. Of course, you have to be mindful of other people. That, you know, that goes without saying. But yeah, you have to be practical like that. License when you can license. Partner where you can partner. Use that time to chart uncharted waters and keep the lights on. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. 
Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.allthis.com. So Russ, you've given us the backstory of yourself. You've talked to us about the mission of Kydera Labs, the origins, the work that you're doing, which sets us up nicely then to start looking ahead. When you look at the next chapter of Kydera Labs' journey, its build, particularly over the next two to five years, given how quick things change within the world of data science and AI, when you look at the short-term goals and objectives, what are you most excited about for the next few years at Kydera Labs? Well, that's a good question. So we have done a great job of taking data that is readily available to us and cleaning it up and annotating it and remastering, so to speak, to maximize its utility. And we have customers that have data that is screaming for that process stuff from clinical data from clinical trials, data from past drug discovery work, so on and so forth. And folks would really love to take that data and mesh it together with other pieces of data like that and remaster it to the level that we have taken our data to in order to answer so many of the questions that can only be answered with a mixture of inside data and outside data. And that's what excites me. The fact that we, back to like my intro, when I said that I'm trying to bring value to computing, it's not only been bringing value to computing with data, but bringing value to one's own company's data to maximize it and help folks get the most of their own assets. That really excites me. Final question from me then, Russ, goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where you were talking about the type of data scientist that, that you look for. Speaking to an audience of potential future employees, some of whom will have those exact set of skills and personality traits that you're seeking. When you are speaking to candidates about Kythera Labs, its mission, its environment, its culture, and its impact, and you're trying to get them interested in in and them joining you up over some of the other great companies hiring, what is it that you tell them? We put a lot of time into working assessments. We are expected from our customers to provide extraordinary data and an extraordinary platform. And the way that's done is to have data, the data science team that's extraordinary and folks need to be in an environment that allows them to click on all cylinders and fire on all cylinders to be extra, extraordinary. And I think we do that through, through assessments of what makes people engaged, assessments of what excites people about their day-to-day. We not only do that, but we also work in an environment that's incredibly dynamic. Our customers really bring incredible types of problems to us and they really want to engage us to help us solve them. And that takes a special kind of person 
It takes somebody who's tenacious. It takes somebody who's empathetic. And it takes an incredible skill set. We know that a lot of folks don't come with all of those things out of the bat. But if folks are willing to put in the time, put in the, the work with each other in the community, or the community being our company, we really enjoy building folks from within and building talent from within. I'm re- it really, really excites me when I see folks who come in who kind of might lack a little bit of the confidence that they could work at this level. And in a couple of months and a couple of years, they're just doing great things. Russ, thank you so much for coming on today and talking to us. It really was great to learn about your own background, your early, early origins of your fascination and interest in tech and how that's shaped your whole career trajectory today. Amazing insight into the background of Kytera Labs, some of the work that you do, the the way in which you guys approach data science, its philosophy, and the focus on your customers. And obviously very exciting times ahead with growth, I'm sure, and an opportunity for talented people to join you on this journey. We really appreciate your time today. We wish you all the best of luck, and we look forward to having you back on the show again in the near future. Thank you so much, it was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.